My name is Zach Como, and you're listening to the My Tech Decisions Podcast. guys, welcome back to another episode of the My Tech Decisions Podcast. Like I said, my name is Zach and I'm your host. Microsoft has announced yet another version of its Windows operating system, Windows 11, and it's expected to become generally available sometime around the holiday season later this year. The company has previously suggested that Windows 10 would be the last version of Windows to be released with routine upgrades on the only major changes. But now, IT teams will have to start digging into the features of Windows 11 and plan a strategy around migrating to the new Windows. To talk about this is Corey Kirkendall, president and CEO of Texas-based MSP 5K Technical Services. He says IT teams should be patient when migrating over to Windows 11. Before we get through the interview, here's a quick reminder that the podcast is available on iTunes. Download and subscribe to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. And now, here's Corey. Become a, it's going to become what I call a, a an SHIT storm soon. For a, <laughs> really, you think so? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I was just crafting up something this morning, man, just kind of to talk to our customers about, you know, kind of what, what it ultimately looks like. Yeah. And um, just, just to, you know, I don't know what your questions are, but I'll give you my, just kind of what we, we talked about this morning, right? So I got an email going out to them. It says, hey, there's no hard date set for it, but it's coming out. Look like October, November. Um, there will be a free upgrade, but you got to be at a certain level on enterprise and or professional. So, also no home additions will be eligible, right? So if you own home or anything, you got to go to uh, Pro in order to get to 11. Oh. Uh, the other piece is that you cannot upgrade from Windows 8, 7, anything other than Windows 10. So you, if you own seven, you got to go to ten to get to eleven. Right. Um, the well, other piece. Can you, can you upgrade um, from those platforms to Windows Ten for free, or no? You, you, you. Well, no, not anymore. That passed a long time ago. Oh wow. Okay. So you got to pay to go to one to get to the other, or buy a new machine. The other thing that they're requiring in Windows Eleven is they're requiring everything to have a TPM chip, the uh, encryption chip. Um, so if your machine doesn't support that, you cannot upgrade. It's not supported on Windows 11. Mm. Uh, and, and in most machines, it, that's not a standard practice in desktops. It's very, very more in, in laptops. So there's a lot of machines out there that won't even be able to upgrade to that. So it's going to be a whole lot of, for us, great. It's a whole lot of refreshes, a whole lot of new computers. Yeah, right. Um, but so... So um, I think we have until uh, 2026 to until Windows the end of life of Windows 10. Is that is that right? Yeah, I think it's what. So it we is. have about five years to buy a new computer if if, if you need to. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, but, you know they'll they'll put this on. So what'll happen is is you'll start to see these. Um, you'll start to see. So it's October 14, 2025. Okay. It's when uh, end of support. 
Yeah. But what they're doing is, but you've also seen what they started doing. So they they're starting to force you to go with these new feature packs, right? So they went to an 18 month ramp up on like 2004 or 1903. Then they went to a 16 month in 1909, and now they're on a 12 month for mm-hmm. 2004. So you can see the the major updates getting pushed back to like 12 months. I think you're going to be more like six to nine coming soon, which almost catapults you into that situation of instability. And, you know, you you can kind of see the crossroads. Yeah, it's kind of like Windows 7. It was still supported until 2025 or whatever it was. But Windows 7, because it was so stable, um, they they allowed it. They even now still have the ability where you can pay extra money to, to be on a supported version. Um, But I think it's going to be interesting. So of how this goes. So this is definitely following into the Microsoft security strategy of TPM and security and those type of deal. Um, But uh, I think it's going to be one of those things where even though we have until 2025, um, I I think what you're going to far to start to see is, is all of the manufacturers are going to go that route is because what we try to tell our partners. So, you know, that that 19 89 dot matrix printer you've been holding on to ain't gonna be supported mm. right and that's what they use these upgrades for as well is is it's a great opportunity um to uh to get past that because you know to, to start not supporting old stuff right because right. it makes sense right if i can stop supporting <laughs> you know windows 8 and 8.1 and 10 and all this other stuff it's it's it makes money for me as a company because now, I don't have to provide any updates, no security patches. I just say it's not supported and keep it moving. So there's going to be a lot of hardware, a lot of software, yeah. a lot of things that will not get supported as well. Right. So, so did Microsoft basically lie to everyone when they said Windows 10 would be the last the last Windows version? Yeah. They, they, yeah. So we'll see, right? This was supposed to be called Windows 10X was what it was really right. called. Right. And, it, and it ended up becoming Windows 11. I, I don't believe I don't believe Microsoft can get to a place to say that this is the last, right? Um, because that's not true. It may be Windows 11 forever, but because they do feature packs, it'll be Windows 11 yeah. version, you know, 2027, right? So it's yeah. constantly new, right? But that's that's what I thought they were going to do with Windows 10. That's what everyone yeah. thought they were going to do, right? I, I don't I don't believe through through what Apple's doing and how they're evolving. I don't believe how they how they can how they can do that because right. they have to continue. I'll tell you what pushes the platform. The same thing it did was Windows 10 was was um was Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's the gaming organization from an Xbox perspective. Typically, is what pushes because that's what Windows 8.1 was really focused on. It was all Xbox. So if you were an Xbox player. You knew exactly what you got yourself into. The business users hated that crap. Yeah. And so just just been looking at the whole interface and kind of how it is, is it 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 you know, I'm a Mac user, so there's a lot of features that's like, yeah, this is pretty cool. I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, Windows, same thing they did in, in the original Windows 10. They came out with that super fancy smart start bar. And yeah. immediately everything we did, we put it back to classic mode, right? Yep. So people knew. So we never took advantage of all the wizards. First thing I do is de- bloat and get rid of all the Cortana yeah. turned on and all that crap, right? Yeah. Um, 
so and and people just don't like change they they the stable it works and it looks very 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 different very very different right so it's the typical things that that we'll see as the smb start to move forward and, and update i think it's a great opportunity for msps to get in front of it and educate their customers um of where it's coming i think it's a good opportunity for you know to to say here here's what's coming and then my last thing i added to it is that you know this will break stuff so understand instability i recommend anywhere from from nine months to 12 months before we even push this thing out yeah well um so what do you have to say about windows 11 that is good um what what benefits does it bring to uh to it managers so so obviously i'm loving the fact that they're getting down on the security side by requiring a tpm chip and things from that perspective so we get the encryption of the hard drive and and be able to do some of those things um the other piece i i think is going to be great is is it it helps us push a lot of the cloud strategy by going to m365 because if all our customers are on m365 they'll get the update as part of the m365 package Right. So it does give us a good path and a strategy to have that business conversation. The reason for being on M365 than it is to be on O365. Great, great strategy from that perspective. Right. Uh, you can definitely see the, the tie in to their cloud strategy with Azure and Intune and how they're moving forward in it. You can definitely see that. Um, and I think that they they're. Since I haven't had a chance to play with it, it looks like from a usability perspective and how they're doing, it, it makes the user interface a lot more intuitive than it is today. Mm. But but the but the way they start bar and everything has been doing has been since like Windows 3.0, right? That's 25, 30 years of what people are used to. Now they're going to a middle of the road bar, all centered, no start menu, all these widgets and stuff. It's a very different philosophy, but it, it preaches to the new generation. People are saying that the user interface resembles, you know, uh, Chrome or um, or Mac, Mac OS. Sorry. From, from what you've seen so far, um, you know, what do you wish they had not changed? So to be honest with you, I, I wish that it may sound weird. I wish they wouldn't have challenged it Windows 11. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's a major change, you know, for us, I mean, I'm, a, I'm an Apple guy. So for me, I mean, Apple's pissing me off with high Sierra and Chrome and all this crap too. So we get it. Um, but I think, you know, I wish they wouldn't have changed the whole, the whole look and feel. And, and I hope they don't tow a hard line like they try to do with 10 and say, we're not going to do some things. I think what's going to happen is, <laughs> there's going to be a new feature that that I can make it look exactly like Windows 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Windows 11, but I want it to look like Windows 10. Yeah, right? wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Just from the perspective of from from all the businesses that this is in, the productivity loss for trying to retrain, it Microsoft would be crazy not to do that. But right. then, but then, unfortunately, right, what's the alternative? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you you said uh, a while ago that uh, you know you personally are going to wait um, 
at least nine months until you start rolling this out to to your customers. Um, do you think that's a, that's a wise strategy for for any um, you know IT manager or CIO? Yeah, you know, and the reason why we're going to do that, I mean, because anything that's new, like we don't even roll out, like we're just now getting to a point where rolling out Big Sur and that's been out for a minute, right? Um, and because we need to thoroughly test it and play with it in the lab, we need to understand because we need to test it in our side because we need to see if there's some efficiencies that we can gain from it. And then right away, a lot of the tools are not supported on it, right? So um, there's some lag. Um, the laggards that are out there is, you know, antivirus may not be supported because Microsoft wants to, you know, infiltrate with uh, Windows Defender, right? Mm -hmm. It may be some programs that are a little bit lacking. Adobe's always kind of hanging in the back wind, right? Um, so we we do that for a stability perspective, and then it's just it's just it's a drain on my guys to sit here and say, man, what the heck am I? It's like every case is a time bomb because you just don't know. Right. Right. At least give us some time to marinate, let everybody else go figure it out. And then from a stability perspective and business productivity, it just makes sense to hold off unless right. there's something just dramatic that just forces us because they got this new printer and it's only supported in Windows 11. Yeah. Right? Um, so and that that's why and the reason is, is you know, we're, we're quick to adopt, but we, we have to be smart at the same time because it it impacts our business as well as our customers business. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what, what, how do you feel about about um, Windows 10? You know, do you think we even needed a, a whole new Windows operating system? <laughs> so Windows 10, man, is is that because we've had it so long, we're 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 comfortable with it, yeah. and we know all the tricks and the trades of everything that goes on from that perspective. Now I will tell you, you know, from all these new versions that are coming out and all these new feature packs that have been coming out wild and, and rampant, whether it's 1903 or 20D4 or 1909 or 2004, um, you, you know, we can definitely see the plugging of the holes and and some of the things. You know, we 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 understand that there's got to be change and and new code and new things as you evolve. So I mean, it's expected. I think the challenge for us is that we we just need the number of bugs and issues to go down to. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 No. So you so you you know you mentioned you know kind of uh, taking your time and letting kind of uh, everyone figure out you know how this thing is going to work. Um, what what other strategy would you have? Um, you know, like what 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 um, I guess what devices would you start with, or what you know, um, what level of the business would you start at? So, I you know, <laughs> that's a hard conversation. It's a hard one, right? So the the execs are going to be the first ones that are going to want to pick this thing up, right? They just feel like, man, I got this new Ferrari out there. Yeah. I cannot be running Windows 10 anymore. I cannot be the only guy in the meeting, sure. you know, with start menu, man. I got to have the new fancy, whatever it is, right? So that those are always the the guys who, who gets us, right? The execs. They want the latest, greatest, but they want it to work too. So <laughs> latest, greatest, stable, uh, that don't work, right? Right, right. The, the next piece is, is that, you know, we look at it from a business functionality perspective. So one of the things we do a lot of is that, hey, we're not saying no. We just need to take a time to evaluate um your your existing software and the tools that you use you know so if you roll to windows 10 and, and adobe pro hasn't wrote it or not supported there 
It's not Corey telling you no. It's just that can you live without Adobe Pro? Mm. You make the decision, right? <laughs> you know, if you want to get there, because again, you know, we have some car dealers who who live and die by the dot matrix printers, right? Because that's what they print all the doggone contracts on. Hey, man, right. I ain't telling you no. It's just that that, that printer is not supported. What you want to do, right? Right, right. And so it's 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 one of those conversations. So well, the answer is, I'm not telling you no. I'm just providing you with the facts and the evidence. And you can get mad. I, they just they just don't have it, right? So the way we kind of strategize this is, is that. We're going to be taking a look because we know you're our customers. We're going to take a look at all the software and things that you run, and we know that you need to be productive. And we want to ensure at least there is some stability and some things. While it's looking at Reddit, looking at you know different trade rags, and looking at the industry to see you know where where the uh, the, the little gremlins are hanging out at. Mm. And if, and if right. you're on that, and if you're on that, um, we just need to you know figure out how to how to mitigate that. Yeah. It's um, it's unfortunate in, in your line of work that uh, you guys are just you've gotten beat up over the last year and a half. Yep. Um, remote work, a uh, boatload of ransomware, and now a whole new operating system you got to roll out. Yeah. Uh, to your end users. Um, how do you guys uh, sleep and not lose your minds? <laughs> well, on top of that, they also just dropped, they're dropping a brand new server 2022 out too. So, great, right? Yeah. So, so, so I think it comes back to, man, is, is you got to be methodical on what we do. I think a lot of MSPs think of themselves as a service provider. They don't think of themselves as the internal IT, right? And so what I spend a lot of time talking to my guys and talking to people that I interact with and says, well, you know, well, they did that. I say, no, you're their internal IT funding. So it's your problem whether they did it or not. So you need to make sure that you're heavily plugged in talking about the business sense, because ultimately you are their IT guy. You are the guy that would be sitting down the hall in the room and they will be responsible for making decisions. So you need to make sure that we're in front of that. So part of it is, is it's kind of like the cybersecurity conversation. You got to be having the conversation. That's why I got that email drawn up. That's why we're having a conversation because they're seeing it. It's the buzz. It's going to be every conversation. It's going to be at the on the NBA finals in the damn thing. We know when when the when NFL season. Every time you see a surface in the hand of one of the coaches, when those eleven is going to drop out of the sky and probably parachute in, score yeah. a touchdown, right? Yeah. People are going to see it. They're going to put a lot. I mean, they, they're going to put a lot of money behind it, right? They're going to create a lot of demand. And so our goal is to say, you know, to get, you know, don't believe the hype. Let me let me put some dose of reality into you, right? You know, if you want to buy one for home, then go buy it. As long as I ain't supporting it, I don't care. Yeah. But if you want to put it on your network, I, it behooves me to let you know, um, hey, here's what you're getting yourself into. Right now, they can still choose to do whatever they want to do, but at least they can't say they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the My Tech Decisions podcast, where it's our mission to help you make technology decisions for your company. If you would like to learn more, head to mytechdecisions.com or follow us on Twitter at mytechdecisions. You can also follow me on Twitter at zwcomo. Until next time.